ग्रंथराज श्रीमद भागवतम की जय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद भागवतम फोर्थ कैंटो चैप्टर नंबर ट्वेंटी नाइन वर्स नंबर सेवन द चैप्टर से चैप्टर नेम इज टॉक्स बिटवीन नारदा एंड किंग प्राचीन बरही वर्स नंबर सेवन बृहद बलम मनोवेद्याद उभयेन्द्रिय नायक पंचाला पंच विषया यन्मध्ये नवखं पुरं बृहद्बलं मनो वेद्यात उभयेन्द्रियनायकं पंचालाः पंच विषया यन्मध्ये नवखं पुरं बृहद्बलं मनो वेद्यात उभयेन्द्रियनायक पंचाला पंच विषया यन्मध्ये नवखं पुरं बृहद्बलं वेरी पावरफुल मनः द माइंड विद्यात वन शुड नो उभय इंद्रिय of both groups of senses nayakam the leader panchalaha the kingdom named panchala pancha five vishayaha sense objects yat of which madhye in the midst navakam having nine apertures puram the city translation and purport by his divine grace shila prabhupad shila prabhupad ki jai the 11th attendant who is the commander of the others is known as the mind he is the leader of the senses both in acquisition of knowledge and in the performance of work the panchala kingdom is that atmosphere in which the five sense objects are enjoyed within that panchala kingdom is the city of the body which has nine gates purport the mind is the center of all activities and is described here as brihad bala very powerful to get out of the clutches of maya material existence one has to control his mind according to training the mind is the friend and the enemy of the living entity if one gets a good manager his estate is very nicely managed but if the manager is a thief his estate is spoiled similarly in in his material conditional existence the living entity gives power of attorney to his mind as such he is liable to be misdirected by his mind into enjoying the sense objects shrila ambarish maharaja therefore first engaged his mind upon the lotus feet of the supreme lord savai manah krishna padara vindayoho when the mind is engaged in meditation of the lotus feet of the lord the senses are controlled this system of control is called as yama and this means subduing the senses yama means subduing the senses one who has one who can subdue the senses is called a goswami but who cannot control the mind is called godasa the mind directs the activities of the senses which are expressed through different outlets as described in the next verse i'll repeat the translation the 11th attendant who is the commander of the others is known as the mind 
He is the leader of the senses, both in the acquisition of knowledge and in the performance of the work. The Panchala kingdom is that atmosphere in which the five sense objects are enjoyed. Within that Panchala kingdom is the city of of the body, which has nine gates. Om Agnana Timirandhasya Gnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupakadahmayam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yuta Padakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatanvitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakham Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dinabandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Rishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vancha Kalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavane Bhyo Vaishnave Bhyo Namo Namaha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Krishna Yavasudevaya Devaki Nandanayacha Nanda Gopakumaraya Govindaya Namonamaha The eleventh attendant who is the commander of the others is known as the mind. He is the leader of the senses both in acquisition of knowledge and in the performance of work. So the mind here is referred to as the eleventh attendant. The reason is, the first ten are the five Jnanendriyas, which is the five knowledge-acquiring senses, and the five Panchendriyas, which is the, um, uh, the motory senses, which is responsible for work. So, and the, the eleventh sense is the mind. So, and, and Prabhupada writes here, saying he's the eleventh attendant. Hmm? But he also writes here that he's the leader of both this, the sen- ten senses. Hmm? And then in this body, he actually is very powerful. Hmm? So the mind here is described as Brihad Bala, which is actually, which means it's very powerful. We know that the entire functions in this material world is actually directed by the mind. The senses work actually to fulfill what the mind desires. What's interesting is Krishna has created the subtle sense. He has he created this for a purpose. And it is subtle, that is why it is powerful. Hmm? And in fact, it is also powerful because it is the medium between the five senses, the five material objects and the subtle world. So it's actually the, it's standing on the border of the material world and the subtle world. So that's why it's quite powerful. And um, it has its ten agents, which is the ten, aqua, ten senses which actually work on these five elements. We know that the material world is made of five elements, the panchabhutas, hmm? the earth, water, ether and fire. And then the Lord has created a very nice arrangement that we have ten senses that actually engage themselves with these five objects. 
and then they try to get pleasure out of these five objects. In fact, if we see the whole material world, the, the so-called pleasure in this material world is just this. It is just that the pleasure that the, ob- the senses acquire from the sense objects. That is it. And there are five senses and five objects. And it is just a mixture of many of the combinations of these pleasures. But while doing so, the mind has a, has a strange affliction. And the strange affliction is because of its conditioning, it has a tendency to get carried away by the senses. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita chapter 2, Dhyayaton vishaya pumsaha sangasteshu pajayate sangat sanjayate kamaha kamat krodho bijayate. So mind has a very strange nature. What happens is when the senses get busy acquiring taste from the material objects or from the panchabhutas or the five elements, material elements, the mind starts getting acquainted with these senses. And as soon as it starts getting acquainted with the senses, then it becomes a slave of the senses. Hmm? That uh, That is a very strange aspect of this mind. Although being subtle, although in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, Indriyani Paranyahur, Indriyabhya Parammanaha. Hmm? There are these five senses, which is actually the lowest in the ladder, in the hierarchy. And then comes Indriyabhya Parammanaha. The mind is higher than the senses. And then, Manasastu Parabuddhir. Beyond the mind is the intelligence. And then beyond the intelligence, Yobuddhe Parasastu Saha. You are actually beyond all these senses, the mind, the intelligence, as a soul you are beyond all of this. And yet the mind has this unique nature when it can actually get subdued by the senses. Hmm? And the reason is because of vishaya buddhi. Hmm? Vishaya buddhi means uh, the mind has to be directed by the intelligence. But what happens, the mind is so powerful that it can it can get hooked on to the morbid afflictions. Prabhupada uses this word called as morbid afflictions, means which is lower tastes. And because the senses get accustomed to these lower tastes, the mind has a tendency to become a slave of this. Despite being on upper on the hierarchy of the senses, it gets subdued by the senses and thereby it also drags down the intelligence to serve its needs. In fact, <clears throat> it becomes so intoxicated that the whole intelligence gets clouded. As we saw in a few verses before, uh, verse number, actually verse number 2, Prabhupada Prabhupada writes that yeah, verse number 5, buddhim tu pramadam vidyan Hmm? buddhim, intelligence, pramada, the young Puranjani so Prabhupada, the word, uh, he, Prabhupada writes in the translation, the word Pramada mentioned in this regards refers to material intelligence. The so-called intelligence which is supposed to control and direct the mind gets subdued or clouded hmm, by the mind. And, uh, and the mind, so, so-called mind is getting intoxicated with this dull matter. Hmm. So it's all topsy-turvy in this material world. And that's why uh, Krishna says in the 15th chapter, Urdhva Hmm? So it's everything is topsy-turvy. The senses were supposed to be subdued by the mind, but the mind is now subdued, subdued by the senses. And that is why in the sixth chapter, and, and it's very interesting in the sixth chapter, it's called Dhyana Yoga, but Krishna spoke, speaks many verses on control of the mind. That's why many of the Acharyas have also called it as Abhyasa Yoga. He also says, for those whose mind is unbridled, self-realization is very difficult. It's very difficult work. But he whose mind is controlled, who strives by appropriate means, is assured of success. Hmm? That is my opinion, Krishna is saying. So, Prabhupada writes in the, in the purport, uh, here, we see that in this verse, Prabhupada writes that the, the, mind, the mind is both the friend and the enemy. Why is it the mind? How can, the, how, how can one thing be the friend and the enemy both? Krishna says that whose mind is unbridled or uncontrolled or that mind which is controlled by the senses is actually unbridled. Hmm? So that mind which is uncontrolled is actually a very dangerous enemy. But that mind which is completely under one's control, for him that, friend can, that mind can act as a friend. Hmm? That is why 
krishna calls uh, uh, in the verse it's called as brihad balam or um, very powerful and tropad also writes to get out of maya or material intelligence one has to control his mind but now the most difficult problem here is first of all we are not aware that we are under maya we are not aware that we are under maya and on top of that we will also not know whether our mind is our enemy because we think that it is a it is our friend and we start trusting it in all its dealings actually given the scenario that we have now especially with the with the corona virus and things like that we can actually sit back and observe how the whole world is working and how the mind is making people work because of a precarious situation like this we saw in the in the shops where people were pulling out uh, all uh, durable food that you can like there is no pasta left in the in the aisles there is no toilet paper left anymore so much so that the mind is pulling these people so much that they have lost all compassion when there is an old there are old people actually who need these tissue rolls very importantly but they go and snatch it even before can an old man can go and snatch it literally there was there was a incident like this where an old person was with a stick he was about to reach to a toilet paper within that there was a person who came and snatched that roll from him so this is how the mind takes us for a ride and it tries to uh, teach us to become competitive and aggressive and selfish in in situations like this in fact i've observed uh, how difficult it is for old people to survive when they are um, at a very advanced age um, i used to live in the uk about um, um, half one and a half decade ago where uh, I, my neighbor was a 90 year old lady she was all by herself 90 year old and she was all by herself she was almost hunched like this and she could barely lift her head and barely walk and still every sunday she will come out nicely dressed pull out her shopping trolley and then she will go all the way to the uh, market to buy stuff hmm? so and, and i can see she was barely walking she was literally rocking hmm? so it's so difficult at that age hmm? and during this age and during that age and we have lot of old people right here as well in in melbourne so to say and we can see them lining up to buy their critical stuff obviously after 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock and yet they reach there and they have no essentials that they need for their daily use in fact if you see our whole education system also is to blame for this because our education the so called scientific community will te- will teach us that oh the human instinct is geared for survival of the fittest hmm? if you are fit you can survive if you are not fit you can't survive what does it mean so i don't have any compassion for the old people because i'm fit i'm young so i can go and snatch away what i want and i can make the old person bereft this is what scientific community teaches us hmm? human instinct means what survival of the fittest and that is what our great um, philosophy uh, the evolution theory which claims that human human beings also are born out of survival of the fittest uh, philosophy but is it really our instinct it is is it our instinct or is it the mind that is making us do this so this is one factor that cannot be attributed by the um, scientific community hmm? and in fact krishna says that there are two things which drive us which is kama and krodha which is lust only which are the biggest enemies hmm? one person will think i need many toilet papers what if if i run out of toilet papers and he will go and bag almost uh, we know that uh, there was a joke running out to say uh, that one person has hoarded as many toilet tissues where even his grandson will say after 40 years this is the last toilet roll that my grandfather had amassed during 2020 corona virus thing yeah 20 years it's going to run for 20 years for a person who has amassed so much toilet paper so so it's it's actually the mind dragging us hmm, all over and um, but it is people fail to recognize this and scientific community and our education system will teach us that it is survival of the fittest which is not survival of the fittest it is not for survival is it really for survival somebody is grabbing a toilet roll it is not obviously so we know it is greed it is lust it is intense greed and if if they don't get what they want there is anger in fact um so we can see that there is duplicitous behavior in fact um, we were uh, we were boarding a train when i used to live in the western suburbs and there was a lady um, stopping people for collecting donations and she said i am from the animal rights group so please make some donations to save animals 
she said and uh, we were about two devotees walking into the train we didn't want to so we just were briskly walking towards the train getting late and she said you have to have some compassion for animals they are all dying so please donate and by that time my friend who was next to me he got angry he said what did you have for breakfast he just asked he just, she, he just asked what did you have for breakfast and it was a shock for her you know what she had the obvious for the breakfast so she's oh my god she didn't ask anything she understood she had eaten something obnoxious for breakfast and she's talking of compassion for animals she had herself not followed what is compassion because she had something else for breakfast and now she is actually asking seeking donations so this is called duplicitous behavior of the mind <clears throat> although the scientific world the education is telling us that human beings should be competitive aggressive and selfish but we know that these these are not for survival in fact if you see any species they don't do this for survival they 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 are competitive but they only do this for survival but human beings don't do this for survival it is it is something more hmm? and uh, <clears throat> so but we also know that it is not true that human beings also have an innate instinct of love caring and selflessness we all know this because the other day um, when uh, i used to travel via the train from the western suburbs and um, many times the trains used to stop and once uh, the train stopped literally for 35 to 40 minutes in laverton station and the reason was some lady had got on the tracks to help a small possum there was a small animal and she had taken the risk to get out of the train get onto the tracks and then save the animal and this this behavior of humans is not coming out of you know competition or aggressiveness or selfishness she doesn't have any selfish motive that she wants to eat the eat the possum or something like that so it's genuine caring and loving that is that can be expressed so we see that there are two characters of human mind sometimes they are very compassionate sometimes they are very selfless and sometimes they are very aggressive and competitive and that too not for comp- not for survival purposes so uh, we see that this is called the dual nature of the mind duplicitous hmm? we say uh, split personality so usually we can see this only in the human beings we don't see this in other species because other species are very conditioned they are aggressive when they when it comes when it's a question of survival when it's a question of normal living they are not aggressive so they are very conditioned to work in a d- different way but humans are not like that they can become aggressive at un, uh, at um, unprovoked situations and they can become very calm and soothing at different times based on the modes and we know from our scriptures that based on the modes that they actually engulf so that is why the scriptures say that this mind is very strange mind is defined as sankalpa vikalpatmakam manaha it is always doing two things sankalpa and vikalpa sankalpa means i am desiring something and i am rejecting something so it's always doing this function so mind's function is only thing this it will desire something it will reject something and when it wants something it will make its agents to go and get it and its agents are the 10 senses the the 10 senses will actually work under the commander in chief which is the mind and when the senses can't do it or when the and 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 the, and the mind will also drag the intelligence to say i want this now you give me the way how i can get it and the intelligence will start working for the mind so when i was researching on this topic it's very interesting because um uh in the when i was uh, preparing for the lecture i was actually uh, trying to research on this topic and i was thinking how do how do how do you even study this mind because when you want to study you are using the same mind to study it so how can you objectively study without keeping your mind in between the mind and the object so your your object of study is the mind i want to study my mind but i should not use my mind to study my mind because it, then it becomes very subjective you you getting the point so it's a very strange fact so in the in the ancient scriptures it is says you can't see your own eyes is it not we can't see our own face and eyes unless someone brings a mirror in front of us we can't see our own self in one sense so how then can we see our own mind the scriptures always hamper this point that uh, hang, uh, it says you should observe your mind you should always watch your thoughts watch your mind so how does how does this actually work so the study of the mind means i have to separate myself from the mind and watch my mind so who is that who is watching my mind it should be the soul i should 
I should separate myself from the mind and start watching my mind. And it's quite difficult, isn't it? It's quite deep. In fact, in the Nectar of Instruction, Srila Prabhupada says, the whole Krishna consciousness is actually a culture of the mind. So if you see, our whole movement, um, even Nectar of Instruction starts with Vacho Vegam, Manasakrodha Vegam. So the Manah Vegam, to, to control the incessant flow of desires of the mind is actually one of the... Uh, controls that we need to cultivate. Hmm? Rupa Goswami writes this, and Prabhupada hampers, hankers, I mean, um, hammers this point that Krishna consciousness is actually a culture of the mind. And that's when actually I got interested into opening the book. I had not opened the book called Manasiksha. So I actually opened the book and started reading the introduction of, of it, which Raghunath Dasa Goswami has written. And he says, actually, he says, the first thing you have to do is not trust your mind. Because even in the even to a large extent um, at least uh, if i can speak for myself a neophyte transcendentalist also for him also the mind is an enemy only it's not his friend so we should not trust our mind so that is the first thing i understood that stop trusting your mind in the first instance but then whom to trust in one sense so then um, i was hearing a lecture where um, um, His Holiness Radhanath Maharaj actually was uh, telling this lecture uh, in the story of uh, Vyomasura. So we all know the story of Vyomasura. So in this story, um, the Gopals and Krishna decide to uh, play a game. And the game was um, that few of the Gopals will act as a sheep hmm? and then few Gopals will act as a thief and then Krishna will, the poli- will be the police to catch the thief. Yeah. And what's interesting is Krishna subdues himself to serve his devotees. And there is a reciprocal relationship like that. And Krishna, Krishna does this. And although it is very um, difficult to understand, how can the Supreme Lord hmm, be subservient to his devotees? How can he even lose hmm, for his devotees? This is the nature of the Supreme Lord. So in this pastime, Krishna acts as a policeman. And then uh, at, right at this point, there is a very dangerous demon called Vyomasura. Hmm? He actually comes in the garb of a thief to steal the sheep from the Gopals. Uh, well, the Gopals were the, sh- were the sheep. So Vyomasura disguises himself like one of the Gopals, so much so that the Gopals cannot even identify him. And then he comes and joins with the Gopals who are acting like a sheep. And gradually, actually the game was that he will, he will find the sheep and then uh, the thief will steal the sheep and keep it away so that he's out of the game. But Vyomasura did not do this. He actually kidnapped every gopa, carried them all the way to a, to a cave up above the hill and then hid them there. In fact, uh, in Vrindavan there are 12 um, forests uh, and one of them is called Kamyavana. And uh, the cave is still there if somebody can, uh, if we all, most of us have gone there, called Vyomasura Cave. And, and uh, Vyomasura actually the demon brings every gopa and starts hiding them in this cave. And then uh, when he comes back, Krishna now identifies that it's a demon. Of course he knew that he was a demon and then immediately um, he catches the demon. And this was when actually he catches because the gopals in the cave realize their precarious situation and they start praying fervently to Krishna. Krishna you need to save us. As soon as they start praying, Krishna holds, grab hold, grabs hold of this demon and he holds him tight. Krishna's grip is so tight that this demon starts to wiggle around and then escape. And then as soon as Krishna tightens his grip, grip Vyomasura tries to expand. He tries to expand and tries to get away from Krishna and Krishna holds him even more tighter. And then he finally subdues to the, to the might of Krishna. And Maharaj was saying in the lecture that um, just like in this pastime, the Gopals trusted the demon Vyomasura just because he was looking like them, like a, she- like a sheep. Hmm? In the same way, we trust our mind sometimes and then what does the mind do? Kidnap our senses, kidnap our intelligence and the senses far away from our original existence. So in the same way, we should not be trusting our mind. But at the same time, what should we do? We should always meditate on the Supreme Lord so that 
despite the conditioning of the mind which can always take us for granted the, uh, krishna can come and, come and save us from this vicious mind so this is a lesson that maharaj was telling us that we also have to, have to be always be aware not to trust our mind and the only way to do this is always be involved by meditating krishna by engaging this mind in krishna's meditation and propad writes in the purport what shrila shrila amrish maharaj was doing savai mana krishna padaravindayohor his mind was focusing always on the pada pada of the lord or the lotus feet of the lord and propad writes that is the only way in which the mind can be saved otherwise the mind because of its conditioning cannot be trusted and it's very very vicious hmm? so just as when the when the krishna held the demon vyomasura in his tight grip he can hold the vyomasura demon mind of us in a very tight way and then only that this vicious animal mind can come under the control hmm? just as a hunter when he traps a lion under a net yeah he doesn't trust the animal even though it's under a net we can't trust the animal because it can come out any time and bite and any time and bite so it's very important we control the mind but it's very difficult is it not uh, we know in the bhagavad gita uh, arjuna makes a candid confession he makes a candid confession in fact arjuna is also many times uh, referred to as jitendriya dhananjaya um, partha Uh, he, he was such a powerful personality and yet such a personality cannot control his mind hmm? krishna he say, he, he uh, confesses to krishna chanchalam hi manah krishna pramati balavadrinam tasyaham nigraham manye vayoriva hi dushkaram so i can control the wind krishna but i can't control the mind what can i do hmm? but we know krishna is an expert teacher yeah so what's interesting is krishna agrees to that point krishna agrees with arjuna to say yes i know i understand that the mind is difficult to control but then he actually drops two instructions to arjuna what are those he says hmm? he says by regular practice abhyasena tu kaunteya hmm? and then the second thing he says very interesting is vairagyam hmm? he says detachment these are the two things interestingly rupa uh, ragunath dasa goswami actually details in his 11 verses of the manasiksha that we have to get attached to krishna just from the first verse ragunath dasa goswami says start worshiping radha and krishna very interesting the first verse he says start worshiping radha and krishna even for neophytes he, he mentions like this and then uh, the second thing is he gradually detaches he, he advises us to detach from material elements why because the mind has this uh, strange affinity towards material sense objects because of his millions of eons of uh, um, attachment that it has so so just as arjuna hand, hands over his reins of his chariot to krishna it is it is a reminiscent that we have to handle hand over our reins of the mind and intelligence to krishna in that way when krishna takes over the mind and the senses then uh, our mind comes under the control and what's very interesting is shila prabhupad bhaktivinod thakur uh, bhaktivinod thakur bhakti siddhan saraswati thakur have implemented this in a such a nice way hmm? um we know what are the two enemies that enter our so there are only two enemies actually which is the cause of our bondage what are they the lust and anger kama esha krodha esha rajoguna samudbhavah mahashano mahapapmah vidhyenam iha vairinam so they are the most sinful enemies and it is only because of these two that the mind gets trapped and how does these enemy enter into us what like just like the virus you know it's very pertinent f- for our discussion now how does this 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 enemy enter us hmm? through the senses through the senses so they enter through the senses and just like you know you have a gate in your community and you have opened the gate and let the enemy enter as soon as the enemy enters the gate and it enters where it enters the living room and the living room is what what is the living room the living room is the mind so the gates are open the senses are dirty now the 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 enemy has entered and sat in the living room living room is the mind and if we don't control even at that level the living the the enemy enters the secret department which is the the intelligence and once the intelligence the enemy enters the intelligence everything is destroyed so what's interesting is to to 
to to actually uh, capture this prabhupad in our iskon um, in our uh, sam- sampradaya we have such beautiful things so that the se- the to uh, to stop the enemy from entering the senses we have our engagement of the senses in so many different ways like prashada sevanam like chanting of the holy name um we have, we smell the flowers we uh, we offer incense so all of this engages our knowledge acquiring senses in purifying it in relation to krishna we use the mind in chanting the holy names of the lord we use the scriptures to purify the intelligence so in so many ways we are kind of um what is this sanitizing our layers and if you see the 13th chapter it talks of the pancha koshas we talk of the annamaya kosha the pranamaya kosha the manomaya kosha all these koshas are basically the 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 three layers which has to be sanitized and the practice is so beautifully designed that we can sanitize this by always keeping krishna in the center but but i was hankering how do you keep krishna in the center in the first place because what is the guarantee that i am not using my mind to do this what is guarantee that i am not speculating while doing this actually uh, in the first verse of the manasiksha uh, ragunath doskomi dasa goswami actually also mentions that the way to surrender to krishna is actually to surrender to the spiritual master who has surrendered his mind to krishna that is the way how we surrender so we surrender to krishna means surrendering to the to the lotus feet of the spiritual master in fact we read every day that your lotus feet for we take shelter of your divine lotus feet so that is the way to surrender to krishna and what is the benefit we will get krishna says uddhared atmanatmanam न आत्मानम अवशादयेत आत्मैव हि आत्मनो बन्धुर आत्मैव रिपुरात्मनः कृष्णा सेइंग दिस माइंड इज बृहद बलम व्हाई देयर आर टू रीजंस कृष्णा सेस दिस इट इज बृहद बलम बिकॉज़ इट कैन फॉल डाउन एंड कंट्रोल द इंटेलिजेंस और इट इज द ओनली मीडियम व्हिच कैन एक्चुअली टेक अस टू आवर नेक्स्ट डेस्टिनेशन वेदर बी इट मटेरियल और स्पिरिचुअल in fact mind is so powerful that it is the only medium which can actually take us back to godhead as well that is why it is brihad balam and if we can carefully care uh, care it and always engage it at the lotus feet of the lord and the spiritual master it has the power to help us to go back home back to godhead because during the time of difficulty it is the mind which actually tries to remember krishna so that is that is the reason that the mind is very uh, powerful so um hence when purified uh, by by the presence of krishna and his devotee that this mind actually the brihad balam indriya can actually take us back home back to godhead only by the mercy of the devotees and krishna so uh, by saying that i'll just uh, summarize that the mind is very dangerous enemy and a friend we have to not trust it in the initial stages and always watch it with suspicion based on sadhu guru shadru and shastra and always be under the association of the devotees uh, and the spiritual master thereby gradually sanitizing our layers of existence therefore once the mind is pure and the intelligence is pure then we know that krishna will help us to um, take us home back to home back to godhead using our own mind so that's why this medium of mind is very powerful so with this i stop here is there any comments or um, corrections or anything um la Few minutes. Yes, Mata Ji. Of lower modes. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, not that I know this by realization. I, I only I can only repeat what I have read. Um, I've not realized it yet. Um, um, there are so many things under play. Um, one is the conditioning of the mind. and repeated engagement with the material modes the uh, if you see uh, prabhupad always cautions us about the three material modes and actually the tendency to, en- to the tendency to uh, gratify our senses the desires to gratify our senses is what is the cause for the mind to engage with lower tastes so every time there um, so um, i was thinking because the mind has two things duplicity it it also brings in see the the how do you understand the mind's patterns what is the what is the uh, the thread of a mind or what does mind exist on mind exist on thoughts so how do you identify the mind the mind can be identified by a thought 
so the moment a thought comes up we have to analyze so we have to take a back seat just like watching a movie you know you are watching your own movie so i am not hanuman but i am watching hanuman so i have to put myself in as an audience and watch myself okay i've got a thought and i'll watch that thought watch the thought is it a good thought or a bad thought if it is a bad thought i have to engage this in krishna conscious how do i engage this let's say i want to eat uh, pani puri for example okay i have a desire so okay i have to make pani puri for the lord i have to cook for the lord so i'll cook it offer it to the lord so by this every negative desire i have i am spiritualizing it so by this i can we have to get to a habit of observing the mind only then we can identify that the mind is engaged in a lower test because if i don't watch my mind i cannot the mind cannot be controlled so i have to get into the habit of watching the mind and many a times the best way to watch a mind is to have someone a mentor who can correct me at least in my experience if there is someone who can actually correct me to say prabhu ji this is not right then i consider myself to be the most fortunate because many a times i can't trust my own mind so if you have someone around you who are your major critics then your i consider myself to be very fortunate then they and 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 that person at least should be um, could could be a peer or it, it preferably should be um, uh, in terms of practice and advancement better than myself so that then i i have to look up to that devotee then i can take that devotee very seriously to say prabhu ji you did not get up yesterday and chant your rounds in the morning so then i look up to him and say okay yes you're right prabhu sorry i'm 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 suffering with this etc etc so i always think sometimes the mind always has to be augmented by a senior devotee or an advanced devotee who can guide us because all the time we cannot have access to our spiritual master so if we don't have diksha gurus we always have to have shiksha gurus who can actually help us to say yes or no and and that is why the that is why the whole beauty of this vaishnava community is that they are they are there to help us actually and right when they help us our mind will reject who is this person to correct me just as yomasura demon will you know wiggle the mind will wiggle but then at that time we just have to keep calm and then after a while when we go back to the mode of goodness we will analyze and then say oh, oh my god i think prabhu was right and then i correct myself because at that point in time i should not uh, reciprocate but when i go back to the mode of goodness because usually when the mind is under mode of passion it will reject it will reject the instruction but when you go back to the mode of goodness and think what did i do it correctly and and sometimes i have this practice of in the night you know jairam prabhu also does it he writes down his realizations or any bad things he did in the night and then when he is doing that he realizes it was not right i rejected the prabhu's instruction and that is kind of you bringing back mode of goodness and then i correct myself so it's a it's a mental game and you have to play it very carefully if that answers mata ji okay so i'll stop here okay sorry actually um i can agree with you because i also feel like that so it's not any different that you feel so i can i can vouch for myself at least i feel all i feel that all the time but um what's what's uh, what i feel for my practice as well is very important is um the first thing i have to know that i identify my weakness and that's a fantastic thing just because you ask the question that that actually says that you have identifying the weakness if you think that's a weakness that's the first thing at least we are beginning somewhere so when we see that we are beginning somewhere then how do i work towards it um and over a matter of time over a period of time i think it will get sorted if we continuously consistently abhyasena to count abhyasa means practice 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 uh what what struck me when i read a few pages of manasiksha is ragunath das goswami says every minute he says we need to cry like a child for the mercy of the lord we need to cry 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 when we cry 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 and call for the mercy of the lord 
that purifies our existence that purifies our our uh, even subtle dust that cut, gets collected on the mirror and this fervent crying for the mercy of the lord puts us in a humble position and makes our mind like a child you know children when you scold them i sometimes i'm amazed when i when i am angry with my child when i'm very angry and i really scoff at him it takes him 5 minutes to come back to me and i sometimes think how can he come back to me so quickly if i if somebody was angry on me i wouldn't speak to that person for a week or a month so i was thinking this is the mind of a child a child doesn't see the hatred so quickly it forgets it so quickly also that's what even in the scriptures of christianity we say forgive and forget so we have to come to that point to say forget you forgive yourself okay get on with it like a child cry fervently for the mercy and slowly the beautification will eventually happen so that's how i think can be answered thank you mother ji thank you yes ma'am yes ma'am yes um so if i want to repeat the question <clears throat> the whole idea is to understand just the soul but uh, if the senses are attracted to vishaya which is sense objects what use is that knowledge that's what the question is what knowledge it is okay <clears throat> um how i understand that is it is important to know that we have to realize the soul uh, and that is what if you see the pancha koshas in the 13th chapter that is the vignanamaya kosha and the anandamaya kosha which is the innermost chambers of the uh, intelligence and the soul but if you see acharyas have written in fact we have to understand the whole five koshas and then we will see that the lord is pervading everywhere because when you have prashadam that prashadam is a is actually a combination of five elements only if you see earth water fire earth uh, water fire becomes uh, a seed and then rise and you boil the rice again with water earth and fire so it's all a mixture of earth water fire and now you are partaking that as prashadam so um, th- that knowledge is complete when you realize that soul and parmatma are also supreme and at the same time that the lord pervades everywhere even the even the material elements so uh, at the beginning stage we will see that material world is lower we have to get out of it but in advanced stage uh, propad writes in one of the purports that pandita samadarshinaha so he will even consider that um, when when someone sees a rock he will remember that that's govardhan shila it's not a rock anymore so he will stop seeing matter so in fact uh, the acharyas say we see matter and spirit a neophyte sees matter and spirit only because he is not seeing the matter in relation to krishna but when you start seeing the matter in relation to krishna then it is not matter anymore then it is spiritual so this knowledge is important and this knowledge can be acquired by those same senses and the mind because these are the senses that krishna has created so ultimately they have a purpose so this completes and rounds up our knowledge in that sense so material knowledge and spiritual knowledge is also important but we just have to spiritualize that material knowledge to begin to begin with we say it's wrong it's 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 filthy it's lower but then the advanced stage is actually it is not lower because it's krishna's energy the perception of the perception of krishna's energy correct yes yes yep that's a very good important point you made actually if you see what's interesting when i was researching on this if you see the logo uh, which uh, bhakti siddhanta saraswati thakur designed for his gaudiya mat which prabhupad actually stuck it in the uh, on the gate of mayapur if you go to mayapur on uh, the gate has this logo which bhakti siddhanta saraswati thakur had designed in the center of that logo is om holy name the om and the holy name that is chanting of the holy name is the center of it and there is a circle half of the circle is the 
ಪಂಚರಾತ್ರಿಕ ವಿಧಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಹಾಫ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸರ್ಕಲ್ ಈಸ್ ದ ಭಾಗವತ ವಿಧಿ ಪಂಚರಾತ್ರಿಕ ವಿಧಿ ಈಸ್ ಸ್ಟಡಿಂಗ್ ದ ಸ್ಕ್ರಿಪ್ಚರ್ಸ್ ವರ್ಷಿಪಿಂಗ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಯೂಸಿಂಗ್ ದ ಪಂ ದ ವಿಧಿ ಮಾರ್ಗ ದ ಡಿ ಟಿ ವರ್ಷಿಪ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಆಲ್ ಆಫ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವರ್ಷಿಪಿಂಗ್ ನಾರಾಯಣ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಲಕ್ಷ್ಮಿ ದೇವಿ ಆನ್ ದಿ ಅದರ್ ಸೈಡ್ ಈಸ್ ವರ್ಷಿಪಿಂಗ್ ರಾಧಾ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕೀರ್ತನ್ ಮ್ಯೂಸಿಕಲ್ ಇನ್ಸ್ಟ್ರೂಮೆಂಟ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಭಜನ ಕೀರ್ತನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಭಜನ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದ ಚಾಂಟಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಹೋಲಿ ನೇಮ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಶ್ರೀಮದ್ ಭಾಗವತಂ ಸೊ ಬೋತ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಚುಲಿ ಇನ್ ಒನ್ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ರೌಂಡ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಇನ್ ಇನ್ ಅ ಬ್ಯೂಟಿಫುಲ್ ವೇ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಯೂಸಿಂಗ ಪಂಚರಾತ್ರಿಕ ವಿಧಿ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಎಂಗೇಜಿಂಗ್ ದ ಮೆಟೀರಿಯಲ್ ಎಲಿಮೆಂಟ್ಸ್ ಟು ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುಲೈಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಫ್ ಯು ಸಿ ವಿ ಆಫರ್ ಫೈರ್ ಇನ್ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಲ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಚುಲಿ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುಲೈಸಿಂಗ್ ದ ಮೆಟೀರಿಯಲ್ ಎಲಿಮೆಂಟ್ಸ್ ವಿ ಆಫರ್ ಅ ಕ್ಲಾತ್ ವಿ ಆಫರ್ ವಾಟರ್ ವಿ ಆಫರ್ ಸೌಂಡ್ ಸೊ ಇಫ್ ಯು ಸಿ ಆಲ್ ದ ಫೈವ್ ಎಲಿಮೆಂಟ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಬೀಂಗ್ ಪ್ಯೂರಿಫೈಡ್ ಬೈ ಆಫರಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಅಟ್ ದ ಸೇಮ್ ಟೈಮ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಡೂಯಿಂಗ್ ಭಾಗವತ ವಿಧಿ ಸೊ ದ ಸಾಧನ ಸಾಧನ ಮಾರ್ಗ ಆರ್ ದ ಸಾಧನ ಭಕ್ತಿ ಇಸ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಚುಲಿ ಇನ್ ಒನ್ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಚುಲಿ ಕಂಬೈನಿಂಗ್ ಬೋತ್ ದ ಮಾರ್ಗಸ್ ಸೊ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಒನ್ ವೇ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಚುಲಿ ಕಂಬೈನಿಂಗ್ ಬೋತ್ ಮೆಟೀರಿಯಲ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುವಲ್ ಇನ್ ದಟ್ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಎಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಬಿ ಡೆವಲಪ್ ಮಾಡ್ತದೆ ಪರಮ ದೃಷ್ಟಿ ಬರ್ತದೆ ಅಬ್ಸೊಲ್ಯೂಟ್ಲಿ ಎಸ್ ಎಸ್ ಬೈ ಕನ್ಸಿಸ್ಟೆಂಟ್ ಪ್ರಾಕ್ಟೀಸ್ ಸೇದರ್ ಅಗೇನ್ ಎಸ್ ಪ್ರೊವೈಡೆಡ್ ದಟ್ ಇಂಟೆಲಿಜೆನ್ಸ್ ಇಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಪ್ರಮದ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಮೆಟೀರಿಯಲ್ ಇಂಟೆಲಿಜೆನ್ಸ್ ದಟ್ ಇಂಟೆಲಿಜೆನ್ಸ್ ವಿಚ್ ಇಸ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಚುಲಿ ರೈಪಂಡ್ ವಿತ್ ದ ಗುರು ಸಾಧುವನ್ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರ ದಟ್ ಇಂಟೆಲಿಜೆನ್ಸ್ ಕೆನ್ ಅಬ್ಸರ್ವ್ ದಟ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಬಟ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ನೌ ದ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಇಸ್ ಟಾಪ್ಸಿ ಟರ್ವಿ ದ ಇಂಟೆಲಿಜೆನ್ಸ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಗ್ರಾಜುಲಿ ಪ್ಯೂರಿಫೈಡ್ ಬೈ ಸ್ಟಡಿ ಆಫ್ ದ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರ ಸರ್ವಿಂಗ್ ದ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುವಲ್ ಮಾಸ್ಟರ್ ಟೇಕಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ಸ್ಟ್ರಕ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಒಬೇಯಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ಸ್ಟ್ರಕ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಡೆಲಿವರಿಂಗ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸರ್ವಿಂಗ್ ದೆಮ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಇಂಟೆಲಿಜೆನ್ಸ್ ಗೆಟ್ಸ್ ಪ್ಯೂರಿಫೈಡ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಚುಲಿ ದ ಪ್ರೋಸೆಸ್ ಇಟ್ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ವರ್ಕ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಬ್ಯೂಟಿಫುಲ್ ವೇ the process itself actually in a way it's observing the mind that's why prabhupada says it's a culture of mind this whole krishna consciousness is about it so i'll stop here thank you very much granth raj shrimad bhagavatam ki jai shila prabhupada ki jai nitai gaur premanandhi